Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for Guitar Dads by Guitar Dads. This week, it's a special one, episode 30, and we're driving down to the Black Crows. So we're just going to start to roll. Now, here are the two guys whose money makers you don't want to see shake, Matt and Dave. <laughs> yes! Hey everybody, I'm Matt! I'm Dave, and welcome to the pod. Episode 30, here we go. Wow. So this is a, a special episode, as Dave said. Dave and I have been super, super tied up and busy, um, and we are decided that we will record the podcast on the drive down to the Black Crow show that's happening tonight. And by the way, Dirty Honey is opening, so this is we're, we're getting kind of excited getting for very the show. Excited. Oh yeah! But before we talk about the show, well, what do we want to do? Do we want to talk about the show first? Yeah, I think we should talk about the show at the end. Yeah, we'll talk Let's about the show. The but then we're also going to give you on the ride home. We're going to give you a review about the show. Absolutely. So we got two shows in one. We hope you enjoy it. Two shows in one that we're hoping you're going to hear for this week's podcast. And that's why you guys might have noticed that we didn't release a podcast on Sunday like we usually do. And that's because we were kind of saving up for this one. Oh, yeah. Um, the other thing going on is, and this is the big reveal, I'm headed to Nashville this weekend. Yes. Thank Dave's you. not coming because, you know, he's just, I don't know, he's uninvited. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I'm going, and it's going to be a great time. It's I'm going to be a great visit. time until Matt realizes that Nam happened a few months ago, like a month ago, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like a post-Nam um, <laughs> thing. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it's basically just a trip with some friends of mine. But we're, I'm going to spend a lot of time in, in, in the guitar stores, and we're going to have a lot to talk about when we get back. Yeah, so definitely check that out, because I'm sure you'll be seeing some posts on our social media. You can follow us on at Guitar Dads uh, on our Instagram account. Yes. Uh, and you can also uh, find us on YouTube. Just search Guitar Dads, and we'll be coming out with another video next week uh, of a pedal review. We're going to keep that one secret, but, yeah, check it out soon. If you don't follow our Instagram and you want to see some stuff going on in Nashville, I will be posting a lot of that stuff while I'm down there on the Guitar Dads Pod Instagram account, so please go and follow it, and you'll see some cool stuff from yeah. me. And if you want to see anything cool down there, let let us know in the comments. Yeah, send us comments, uh, and anytime you uh, anytime you check us out, make sure you like our like our stuff, so we know you, you guys are digging it. And if you don't like it, we'll uh, we'll do something different. So this is like a pregame show for the Black Crows, right, Dave? This is like a pregame show, and this, so this is bringing my this is bringing me back to the day because we're going to a venue that we've seen a lot of shows here, and we're, especially when we were younger. And so just doing this drive is really kind of exciting and a little nostalgic. And the fact that this show has been postponed twice. That's so it's right. kinda cool that's that it's right. actually happening. So postponed twice, that's right. This was this is a show that Dave and I got tickets to for what was it, June twenty twenty? June twenty twenty. It was yeah. oh no, July twenty twenty. July okay, July twenty twenty. And now here we are. Um and we're what a year later a little more than a year later and we're ready to do it there you go so we're pretty excited about this this is where the black crows are going to pay play shake your money maker in its entirety is that true they're really going to do are. it yeah i guess they're doing the whole thing i guess they're doing, doing the whole, whole thing and one of our favorite guitar dad bands that we've talked about a bunch on the podcast dirty honey is opening dave and i have seen dirty honey um open for Alter Bridge. That was like two years ago now, right? Yeah, Dave? two years ago and yeah, two years ago in a few weeks. 
two years ago and a few weeks ago we saw them open they were incredible then i think they've only gotten better of course they have a new album under their belt now so they got all this other material that we're going to hear and we're just really what what are you excited to hear um them play today, Dave. I'm just excited to hear, oh, uh, you know, I, we dirty try to, I mean, yeah, Dirty Honey, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to hear anything off the new album. I think that new album, self-titled uh, Dirty Honey, right? Dirty Honey, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It is fantastic. I mean, they, between California Dreamin' and Gypsy and, and those songs, yeah, I'm, I'm just psyched to hear everything. I, mean, Although, yeah, I, I do want to hear Gypsy. Oh, you really want to hear Gypsy? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, I think, I think they're actually going to open with California Dreamin'. You think so? Yeah. Do you yeah, have yeah. an inside scoop? No, but I just think they're gonna, that's what they're going to do. So, you know, it's going to be really exciting to hear this stuff. And as Dave said, this is a venue that we kind of grew up going to. And um, I haven't been back to this venue in a long, long time. So I'm kind of excited. Well, Dave, when was the last time you were at this venue? The last time I went down, I was, I was, I unfortunately, I caught that John Mayer tour when he was doing that, like, you know, oh, yeah. Native American theme kind of like whatever the heck he was doing, that folky kind of. It was weird. I honestly can't remember that was the a last. Weird stage. Yeah, for that him. was that was weird. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I was at this place, at this venue. This venue was like. Um, it's called the Xfinity Center. It's yeah, basically a shed. It's, a, it's shed. a shed. It's yeah. a shed. Yeah. So, if you guys have a, your local shed, this is what this is. So we're getting pretty psyched about it. And you know, usually what's good about the shed shows is the sound is usually good. Yeah, I that's really, what they were I, built for. I prefer going to a shed. I hate going to indoor arenas. I mean, I don't know yeah. how you feel, but I feel like it, unless it's a show that I really desperately want to see, I don't like to go indoors if I don't have to. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think you know, if you go to the bigger shows in the arenas, yeah, that well, that's what I'm talking on, about. Yeah, depending on who it is. I'm not talking like House of yeah. Blues. I'm talking like you know, the yeah, big, yeah, yeah. you know, big, uh, you know, where where you're gonna see like an NBA or an NHL game, like those kinds. But of I, places. I feel like technology has really come a long way, and they have better speakers and stuff, so it's not like as bad as it used to be. But um, it's still not ideal. So, but this is this is ideal, and hopefully, um, you know, the sound is good and we can hear everything clearly. That's what I get really annoyed about at concerts when I can't hear everything clearly. Where it's like, oh, I can't hear the vocals, and it's like they have like a million sound guys. How can you not? How do they screw this up? I know. And you can't I've hear always the vocals, wondered the same thing. Right? We always talk about yeah. the only show that we ever heard like unbelievable sound from was U2. And that was at an arena show. Yeah, yeah, I was actually going to make that comment. The last arena show I went to was U2 a couple of years ago, and their sound was just incredible. So, yeah. You're I mean, right. Like, how do, how do sound engineers not figure this yeah, out? Yeah, like, how can you not figure this out? So, so I'm mean, hoping... Listen to us. Listen to us. Like, yeah. criticizing the sound engineers. Like, we know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, but it doesn't matter. Like, that's not our job. You that's know? right. That's their job. That's their job. They, they should be figuring this stuff out. Now, your job coming up is to buy another guitar when you go to the Gibson Garage. Are you going yeah. to buy one? Yeah, in Nashville. Oh, I, I don't have anything particular in mind when I go to Nashville, but I'm going to go to a lot of guitar stores, so the chances of something coming up that I'm interested in are you very high. You don't have anything particular. What, you, gonna, what do I'm, I have particular in I, mind? When I edit this, I'm going to put in that record scratch. I'm like, what? Too bad you're not editing it. <laughs> of, course you have, of course you have something in mind. I mean, I don't really, I mean, do I have a Gibson in mind? Do I have a Fender in mind? It's more just like, what's come up that I'm interested in? What what, what What's in front of me that I get my excited guitar, about? My Guitar Dad's podcast, because people listening out there probably feel the same way. I don't think you can walk into this cool-looking Gibson garage that's brand new and come out of there without a guitar. Um, 
I, I don't know. I, might be I right. mean, I think I might be right. Well, the reason why I'm gonna come out of there with the guitar is because I've seen a lot of the production stuff and the stuff that I would actually be able to afford, like a lot of the production USA stuff. And there's nothing in that line that doesn't that like super excites me right now. You know but, what I mean? But it might excite you. What's when you gonna? See it what's when gonna? You play it. Yeah, that's true. I, I could be blown away by like an Explorer or a V. Or a um, you know a three three five something like that. Wanting a V for a long time. Yeah, I could I could get into the V. I, that's true. So so it's potentially there's the, potential that this happens to me. So. The new Karina. Yeah, well that's the thing, right? They, <laughs> there's these incredible because that's what you're gonna see in the Gibson garages, just all these incredible custom shop guitars. Yeah. Right. That it's gonna be blown out of the water expense wise. Right. So yeah, that's. So I don't know about that, but. I think there's a, I'm going to go to a lot of vintage guitar stores as well, and maybe there's some cool used ones I come across because it's Nashville, right? So, <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty pretty slamming down there, and I think you're going to you're going to I don't even know if you're going to be hanging out with anybody you're going down with when there's all this guitar stuff to do. Yeah, I'm going down with some friends that are not guitar players, and I think they are going to have to get used to going into guitar stores or, you know, hanging out in bars that are next to guitar stores. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, either so that's, one, a, that's what you do. Either one that they want to do. You we go to the guitar one, store. We're yeah. literally going for a weekend, so we don't have a lot of time. You don't but, have a lot um, of time. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna hit, I'm at least going to, I'll tell you guys right now, I'm going to hit the new Gibson Garage that we're talking about now. I'm going to hit Carter's um, Vintage Guitars, another huge vintage guitar store down there. I'm going to hit um, Groons, which is another kind of a vintage guitar store as well. And I don't know, that might be, I, I'm absolutely going to hit those three. Uh, I'm also, you guys are going to laugh at me, but I also am willing to bet that the flagship guitar center in downtown Nashville is pretty epic. <laughs> so I'm going to check that out as well. Right, well. We'll definitely be looking for a video from there because when you walk into that place and it's just as like shitty as every other guitar center. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've to, well, I've told you, Dave, the one in Chicago is incredible. Oh, is it? I mean, it is just as shitty as every other one, but they have a plat, they have a platinum room that kind of blows you away the stuff they have in there just you know one-off custom things you know mainly gibson and fender but then like just guitars you just had never seen in the flesh you know yeah that's, um, that's cool though. It, it, it's pretty cool so so i think i'm gonna i think i'm definitely gonna probably do that so i'm gonna at least do that um i probably won't have time to find some of the more off the beaten path guitar stores that are down there which is kind of sad but um because I'm just not going to have the time, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a lot of cool stuff. I'm going to do some cool stuff. So it should be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Now, transitioning kind of in the, in the same light, like Nam was just there recently, but uh, yeah, let's talk if about everybody's NAM. heard the news, uh, spring, summer Nam, they're talk they're going to be combining winter and summer Nam in 2022. What do you think about this? Yeah, so this is really interesting, right? So combining, so, so Nam 2022 and I don't remember, Dave. Are they going to do it at the same time? For, no, they're going to do it. No, I'm sorry. They're going to. This is what's happening, everybody. <laughs> Reset. <laughs> Reset. Hey, instead listen, we're of driving. Doing, instead of doing. Notes. Yes. Instead of doing a summer NAM in Nashville, they're going to. And instead of doing a winter NAM yeah, in they're gonna Anaheim, they're going to combine the one in Anaheim into one and do it in June right. of 2022. So hopefully that allows a little more time for the COVID stuff to blow over. Although honestly, it's probably not going to blow over. So there's probably going to be like some vaccination. Anyway, they're going to have to keep everybody safe because this thing is not going to be gone by June of 22. Um, 
but it's an interesting thing, right? Because there's been some commentary out there in the guitar community that this is the beginning of the end of Nam. Yes. Right. What do you think of that, Dave? I don't know. I mean, I as kind of like a more of a newbie in the guitar world, I wasn't as familiar. I wasn't familiar with Nam except for you know anything you told me, and then yeah. You know, listening to just some of the comments people had about Winter Nam in, in Nashville this year, it was it, Summer Nam. Or, sorry, Summer Nam. Snam. Snam. <laughs> um, it, it sounds like it's on its way out as a thing. They probably have to kind of not re, rebrand it, so to speak, but they really should retool it. And maybe this is their way to do it. Maybe it is going to be, maybe this will be a permanent thing. Maybe it's just going to be Nam every year, one show big show it'll probably yeah. get more people to go because it's only one show to go to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and people will probably be more excited about it you know what's yeah. the expression like the the distance makes the heart grow fonder yeah, right? so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you kind of spread these things out I, I think know, maybe people get, because they kind of where do, where do they always do where do they do um, they always do summer nap in in a, Nashville in Nashville right yeah. and they always do winter nap in, in, in LA in Anaheim LA yeah yeah so it, it makes sense to me. Like, they combine the whole thing, and they're going to do it in June, which won't be, you know, uh, too long from now when you think about it, actually. And, and I, I think yeah. people will be excited about it. I think this speculation that Nam is going to go away, I, I don't really buy it because, you know, humans want to see each other, and they want to interact, right? And yes. this is a way for them to do I mean, yes, we've all gotten better at doing things virtually, right? But if you got to remember, like... The guitar community, especially all these YouTubers and podcasters, they've been doing things virtually forever, right, yeah. since they started. And they still were very excited about going to NAMM yeah. and, and interacting with the companies and making that's deals right. and doing all that. I don't think that's going to go away. I don't I, think it's going to go I, away. I think we're going to see NAMM, you know, yes, there's an issue with expense and with and with this pandemic we're in that's going to take some time to blow over. But I, I think NAMM's going to come back. And it's going to... Is it going to be what it once was? Maybe not. But it's going to come back and it's still going to be pretty cool and pretty big. Yeah. I, 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 I think. I just think it's going to be. So. I mean, I think you look at the, 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 the type of... What we are talking about is not a virtual thing, right? I mean, guitars, music in general is a very tactile thing. You've got to... You want to yeah. see things. You want to play. You want to play. You want to play the instrument. You want to check out the pedals. You want to hear the amps. You want to. You want to experience that. And music, like a lot of things in this world, is just so much more enjoyable when you're enjoying it with friends. You know. Yeah, exactly. So right. I think it's. Yeah. I, I definitely don't think it's going away, but I. I could definitely see it being a one-time-a-year kind of thing. Yeah, I think a one-time-a-year thing is probably the right move for Nam. And you know, I. Like I said, I do. I miss the content at Nam that we get, and I miss the big splashes that are made, and everything kind of being announced at once. Because now we're in this kind of a thing where people are just announcing stuff, which we're going to talk about some new announcements later on today. People are just announcing stuff, and it's like, okay, well, that's cool. And, you know, you don't get like this kind of, you know, one after the other you know, release and you get to decide what you thought is the best thing. Right. So I think there's a real place for these shows and probably in any industry there's a place for these shows, but especially in this industry, I think it, it, it's great to, to get excitement going. So yeah, so yeah. let's hope it comes back. Let's hope it comes back. And let's back. hope Dave and I can sometime be there. Yeah, that'll be a feat. We definitely <laughs> we definitely want that to happen. Anyway, yeah, so so I you know I'm excited about Nam. So speaking of what, are, what are some other news? What's some other news that came out then? That would be a, what was the, what's the announcement that you teased? Oh yeah, so let's talk about that. So so yesterday, just this is hot off the press, everybody. Hot. hot. 
Fender announced the, the Player Plus series of guitars. So these are Mexican-made guitars, you know, just like the Player series. And it's a two-for-one. It's a double neck. No. I'm yeah, yeah. Thinking. No, no. But, it, but, it, <laughs> but, but it's Player Plus in that it means um, they are extra features, right? So basically what they've done is, first off, there are some ridiculous-looking colors. What they've introduced, I think, might be a first for... Uh, Fender kind of production. Absolutely probably a first for the Fender player series, the Mexican Fenders. Is like they have fades. There's like a there's like a silver to blue fade and like a uh, I think they have one called Tequila Sunrise. That's like oh, a sunrise fade. Yeah, yeah. So it's I mean it makes sense. It's a Mexican, it's a Mexican trend. trend. <laughs> so, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. So, wrong with that. so the tequila yeah. So that's really cool and there's all kinds of new models. It's the, it's all everything you would expect. One cool thing, you know, speaking of Nashville, one cool thing that they did release in this player plus is they have a Nashville telly. And for those of you that don't know what a Nashville telly is, it's basically a telly with a strat um, a pickup configuration. All right, so well, a middle pickup. I honestly think these look ridiculous. But, um, I mean, what's your take on the, the Nashville telly? Yeah, I mean, as, as being like a real telly fan, I, yeah, I do agree. You they, can't get on. Can't, you can't get on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what it's called. It's called I mean, the Nashville telly. To me, that's, telly. Like taking a le- that, that's like taking a Les Paul and putting a different pick- configuration on it. Yeah, yeah. Call it a Les Paul. You can't. It's it's weird, but that's yeah. what, but, but but at the same time, the deluxe uh, telly, the telly, you know, that has the two uh, humbuckers in it. That's that's a popular that's a popular telly thing. So that is a popular. I don't know, thing. Dave. T- telly's weird. That's what's weird about the telly is it's like incredibly versatile. It's and very it's like ver- you can kind of mess with it, and it it's still cool. It's still it you is know? still cool, and it's still somehow a lot of these. Different configurations, the different types of pickups. Really, it still kind of maintains that telly sound. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some cool features. I, to be honest with you, it just came out yesterday. I maybe might watch like one um, video on it. And what it really is is these are kind of upgraded quality, from what I can tell. So what yes, have they upgraded? Some, so they've upgraded, like you know, it has the the rolled edges the way that they did with the new American ones, the rolled um, neck. Yeah. Is what, and, and that was really exclusively an American thing. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was really only on the Americans. So the neck feels a little bit different. You know, all these cool kind of colors that you don't see in the player series. Because honestly, that's one of the things that turned me off to the players series, if I'm honest with you, was when I was looking for a strat was I just didn't love all the color. I Yeah, I mean, you me know? being a traditionalist, I, I like the two-tone, but... But I agree. Like some of the other ones that in you know that that were out there, I just I didn't really I wasn't really into them at all. So there's some really cool um, colors that they came out with. All kinds of new kind of configurations that they've come out with. Um, I think the, I think the weirdest thing they did is probably that Nashville Telly, which is cool, right? I mean, if you're really looking for something different, it's a pretty cool thing. Does it come in Nashville tuning? Does it come in Nashville tuning? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might. It, it might. <laughs> it should. It should. It really now, I should. recently learned about Nashville tuning. I didn't realize that what that was. Yeah, it's pretty it's cool. A pretty, it's actually a pretty cool thing. It's actually when you... Right, right Dave? It's like when you take the, so the, the 12 the string... 12, yeah, yeah, you take, yeah, yeah, you take the... Well, I might not be explaining this right, because now, now, now I'm... Yeah, put you on the spot. You put me right on the spot. You take the, um, the 12 string uh, set of strings, and you put the... The, the octave the up. octave up um, on the on the on the bottom three strings 
right? I'm yeah, sorry, on the, on the, the bottom, the base, the, on the base, bottom, the base, bottom three, base yeah, of your the strings, bottom base the, of your the strings. wound strings. Basically, strings. you replace the wound, wound strings, strings with yes, with the octave, the higher, higher octave yeah. uh, from a twelve-string set. So what you get is you get instead of instead of the E to E octave, it's an E to E same note, right? Top to bottom, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I like pretty, the sound. It's of a it. cool so you sound. Don't like Nashville tuning? I have never, no, no, I've never I, toyed I around with it. I didn't know anything about it until I saw a Rutschall video like yeah, two weeks that, ago. Yeah, exactly. Everybody, did you watch that too? Watched that, right? Yeah, that, yeah, it was a great video. Though. And he did a great job of explaining job. what it is and how to use it. What was cool is he explained how you that really intrigued can in, he said you can really in a recording environment you can really make it sound like you're playing a 12 string yes <laughs> which, which i thought was cool. cool um you know there's all kinds of cool stuff like that with this so anyway yeah you could get a nashville telly and nashville, and nashville tuning. tuning or you could just get uh, a nashville telly and nashville tuning yourself and nashville tuning yourself yeah. yeah i mean well that's true too so have you seen any colors in the in the in the player plus that you would go for oh um the only one I like is the silver. Is basically the silver burst, what is which that? is very silver. Is very similar to my strat that I have in Mercury. Oh yeah, your strat looks great. Except it has more black on it. So there's that. And the other thing they did is, they have a humbucker. The HSS strats that they have in this line, have the kind of opposing um, pull pieces on the humbucker. Have you seen the humbucker on the the Ernie Ball cutlasses? Seen those, Dave? I have seen. It's just like a, yeah. a different looking humbucker. Yeah. They have that on the fenders. Oh, that's cool. on these Fender Player Pluses. It's like a unique thing that looks very cool and vintagey to me. Um, so here's a very guitar dattery kind of question. Yeah. How much? Because this is going to come into play in a, in, in a couple days when you're down in Nashville. How much does the look of the guitar play into your decision? Oh, it like you could play the thing. The thing sounds great. Best, best feeling guitar, best playing guitar you've ever played. If you don't really dig the color, you're buying it. Yeah, I mean, no, of course you're not. It, the, the, the looks of the guitar is like fifty percent of it. Oh wow, you go up to fifty. <laughs> what would you say? It is? So if you had a guitar in your hand and you think, ah, this thing just like this thing sings, this thing plays, feels the best. Like I've ever, I've never played a guitar like this before. Not really into the orange. Would yeah. You buy it? Um. I'd still buy it. Yeah, I'd still, still buy, buy it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, what I would, yeah, I'd, I'd still buy it. I can see you with an orange guitar. Yeah, but, but, if, but if something really put, <laughs> but if it's like a really off-putting thing, like I don't know. I mean, I, I think most guitars, if they're done right, can look incredibly cool. But if it's something that I'm just not into, no, I would probably keep looking and get something else. Wow. Yeah, you know, because you gotta, you gotta think like with a guitar, you know, it's there's so much the look of it. Like if you wanna pick it up. You know that that desire to pick it up is a big part yeah, of the guitar. That's true. Yeah, it does kind and of. Then, you're yeah. attracted to that color and that look. But I exactly. guess for somebody like me that's never going to play live. No, but you're. But to have a guitar matter. that sounds amazing, but it, maybe it isn't the right color or it plays amazing, and it you would the right look color. past it. I could maybe look past it depending on what it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I believe you. You believe me? I let's believe let's, you. Maybe we can prove that one day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. No, I think you're right, but. To me, it's the whole. You have to have the whole package with the guitar. I think everybody agrees on that. But I think the color is actually a big, big part of it for me. I, at least fifty percent, if not more. Like the, not only the color, but the whole aesthetic of it, right? Well, yeah, that, that's a, that's a yeah, good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. I the think whole it, look. I think it was um, Billy. Uh, what's his name? What's the guy's name from the Pumpkins? Billy, Billy Corgan. Corgan. Yeah. So Billy Corgan had a comment not that long ago, and he said, and he said. Um, Oh, I think, you know, I think there's something to, like, 
you know, white guitar sound a little bit better. And everybody was like, okay, oh, we, we talk on. about, and I think, I think everybody was like, okay, we talk about a lot of crazy stuff yeah. on, on, about guitars, like, and a lot of it is kind of ind- indistinguishable, like the length of your cable, yeah, you yeah. know, all this crazy stuff that's very, very hard to tell the difference. But like, that's just ridiculous. Oh, right, exactly. <laughs> that is totally. Although we do talk about, especially those of us who really like um, Gibsons and Fenders, we do talk about the difference with the nitro f- finish. Yes. I think there is a. I don't. Is you there do. a sound oh, difference? You do think there's a difference? I don't know if there's a sound difference, but there's a huge difference in like how the guitar feels with the nitro. Oh, finish, absolutely. Yes. Right? Do you think and there's a really lot, a sound difference? Nah, there? I don't think there's a sound difference. I mean, how no. could there really be that much? Of a no, sound I don't. I don't think that? there's. I think it is. I think that's going overboard. Say there's a sound difference. To say that it's there is a feel difference, and you want the guitar to wear a certain way in a different way. Right. That's that's what the nitro is about. Right? Yeah, and that so. speaks more to the, the the aesthetic of it. You know, the whole the whole like the whole piece the whole guitar as a whole as a, as a single piece and how it's going to look yeah exactly yeah. yeah exactly so that's kind of what it is so what other announcements came out anything you got anything for us that's before all we, I, before we talk about the crows and then uh, roll it out that's all that's all i got i think i think we um i think we go on that i think that those are the big news that came out this week um at least the biggest gear news that i know of this week whenever fender goes and you know releases a whole new line of guitars we get all incredibly excited so i think i'll look a little bit more closely at these guitars am i gonna buy one no because i have an american strat right i have a squire um classic vibe which is great telly which which is is incredible so i don't really need i'm not really looking for something new because those are really the only two offenders i have interest in to be honest with you i mean maybe i should get into the other maybe i should get into the offsets a little more dave yeah, you you know we got into that a number of podcasts ago when they put out like that paranormal series, right? And you you yeah. just you're you I think you've kind of settled in on that. You're just you're like me. You're not really into those offsets. Yeah, I'm not really unless, an offset guy. Unless it's like an explorer, unless it's like a you know that kind of like a different looking guitar. But you're not into like the like the jazz master type shape or the. Or the uh, no, yeah, the, the Jaguar. Or the Jaguar. Yeah, the jazz yeah, the master ja- and the Jaguar. Yeah, yeah and it's not really my thing. So, um, well, hey, you know, uh, yeah. So it's just the way it goes here. So well, we'll find out if it's Rich Robinson's thing tonight, or um, and of course now as I'm driving and forgetting the name of the the lead guitarist that they. Yeah, I don't know the guy's name either. And I forget his name. But yeah, so what we'll do is like we'll do a part two of this podcast. Um, are we going to release it at the same time? I hope so. I think we will, yeah. Yeah, we'll do a part two of this podcast, and we will. I think we will spend some time on a little show, Redux, and as well as the gear that we see. That's right. We totally... <laughs> we, I had a hard time. I went looking online to see where Rich has been playing. You know, because, of course, if you're going to look at, like, who's playing what, you're going to look at Rich Robinson, even though he's, he's not the lead guitarist. But still, it doesn't matter. He is... He's a uh, he's a he's a telly guy. He's an open G guy. He's an open E guy. He plays in so many different tunings, and he has so many different cool looking guitars. Yeah, I mean, he's and mainly a Les Paul guy. He's not. Well, oh, no, is oh, no, you're right. No, he's not. He's not. He's really oh, you're not. right. Oh, not. okay. So yeah. I think we're gonna see some. He's he's a big Gibson gonna, guy. I think though. we're gonna see some cool looking guitars tonight. But he is a Gibson guy. But we'll have that review for you. We're gonna tell he is you. A good, yeah, he does play a three three five, and he does. Uh, forget what else. But I had a hard time finding what he's playing on this tour. I couldn't really find anything accurate, so I decided... You'd have to, like, watch, the, like, the terrible, you watch YouTube, the terrible videos. YouTube videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and really, you can't get through this. So I was Dave, gonna... you love... What do you mean? You love to post terrible YouTube videos. Uh, well, only when it's Guitar Dads. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll post some clips for you guys, especially if there's cool guitars to show. Listen, if you don't like the sound, please tell us. We really do want to know. Yeah, we'll know. All right. But yeah, it should be a good, a, a really good show. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll this thing out with one one cool story that I heard uh, that I thought was worth telling on this. Oh pod. yeah. Um, back in the day, because they're doing the Shake Your Money Maker tour, so we might as well talk about when they when they first came out, right? So they were they, they hadn't really hit it big yet, and they were opening for ZZ Top, and you know Chris Robinson being Chris Robinson and kind of like a you know nobody tells me what to do kind of guy. Apparently, one of the sponsors of the tour was uh, Miller. I believe the tour, maybe the venue. I can't remember now, but anyway, the, was Miller Light. And some media person is interviewing him and asked him if you like the tour. There was a tour. They yeah. asked him if you like light beer. And he said, no, I don't like light beer or something of the like. And when the column was written, the the columnist spelled light, L-I-T-E, like Miller Light. Well, like that Miller started Light tastes great, less filling. Thing, less, yeah, that's right. Maybe we'll have one of those tonight. Yeah, we're going to probably drink a few of those. Drink a few. Um, so, that, so stay tuned for part two. So stay tuned for part two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part two may not be that good. Yeah. Now, well, somebody's got to drive. Someone's got to drive, so we can't get that... That, that, that blottoed. But anyway, the ZZ Top people were all over this. And, uh, you know, because he was up on stage talking about nobody can tell me what to do, what to say, all this stuff, and, and made a big deal of it. So ZZ Top, apparently ZZ Top didn't have a, 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 an issue with it, but the management did. And they said, listen, you got to stop saying this. Well, he kept doing this night after night after night. Meanwhile, they're just killing it, and they're starting to sell, like, you know, a million records a month. And they're just like... Shake they're, your money maker. The shake your money maker. And they just roll in. So their manager got at the time got a smart idea and told told Chris Robinson to kind of put it on hold, just let it go for a little while. And they were starting to book their own tour, but they needed a way out of this ZZ Top tour. So finally, when everything with plans I guess were solidified, that's when Robinson let loose. So Chris gets up there and says this whole thing about nobody's going to tell me what to do. This whole thing and just starts bashing the sponsors, and like the manager promised. They got fired off the tour, but it didn't matter because they went on their own their own massive <laughs> tour after that, and that is that that's what started the Black Rose. They are like notoriously like like defiant. They totally are, which yeah, is yeah. why they had so many problems. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, between the brothers and uh, Steve Gorman, the old drummer, and yeah, there's oh, a lot totally. of bad blood. Oh yeah, there is a lot of bad blood. So it's nice that they're they're gonna they they kind of put some of that aside at least you know. At least the brothers. And, it's and rock and roll, man. It's and rock the and review, roll. the reviews are really good. Yeah, the reviews are the great. The reviews so far are that they still got it and they're sounding great. They're sounding great. So I really, so as you can tell, we're kind of excited about this. So yeah, so we'll get back at you, and uh, so stay tuned for that, or just keep listening to the podcast. Yeah, that's right. And we'll um, we'll get back to you then. Make sure you check us out on Instagram at Guitar Dads uh, Guitar Dads Pod. Don't even Guitar Dads. Go to Instagram if you want to see the Nashville stuff, guys. Yep, and go to Instagram if you want to see some Black Crows tunes because we'll be posting those live shots too. Um, and yeah, I think that was this week's Guitar Dads podcast. It is this week. Catch you guys on the flip. 